0: Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's gonna be sick. Brought to you by MyBookie. Use code SICKPIX for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet,
1: win, get paid. Marinero the sick podcast we're talking hoops again and with march madness going on why not get somebody on who's been there before and can tell us everything we need to know about the tournament and i bring in john dangelis of course my co-host
2: when we talk hoops basketball aficionado john how you doing bud thank you very much i'm still trying to figure out how to pronounce aficionado or aficionado how how do you pronounce that word
1: it would be aficionado. aficionado and as is custom when you bring someone over to my house the way you did last week with Coach Scary, why don't you do the honors again today and introduce our guest to our public?
2: Oh, boy, Coach Herenda. Johnny. My, my guy. You see this hat? I love it. I this, love this it. From Coach Herenda. I run foreign tours in the summer. I've been doing it for about 10 years. And Coach came up with his squad, and I can't forget – his beautiful wife, Jill, and his handsome son. And we went out for, for lunch. And then at the end of the trip, Trey and Coach and all of us were there. And he p- took out this hat from his bag and he presented it to me and he gave the bag to my son. And he said, in, two tw- in 2024, you're my starting point guard. <laughs> and then I took out an Expos hat and I gave it to him. Um, but he's got such a nice head. He likes to show it on TV, so he doesn't uh, really wear hats as often as me. I'm losing my hair, so I'm not quite there yet. FDU is in Teanac, New Jersey. They've been to the tournament two times, I think, in the last six years or five years. They're a powerhouse in the Northeast Conference. He's one of the most heralded coaches in the Eastern United States. He's a scholar. He's a coach. He has spoken at the commencement and graduation nights. He's got his own show on Sunday mornings. I've been on it. I've been lucky. He's had Jay Billis, Vital. He's just a champ. He's a winner. And I, and I can't tell you how lucky we Stop. are to have this Stop. guy on the show. Stop, Johnny. That's enough. Okay. All right. I'll send you another hat. Okay. I didn't Come know. Right.
0: John and uh Tony, I appreciate you guys having me on. I really do. It's uh it's an honor to be up in Canada. We have two players on our team from the great country, and uh, I'm just really excited to be with you guys today.
1: Well, thanks for doing this, uh, Coach Arenda. We appreciate it. Hey, um, you know, one of the things I know about you is the last three coaching jobs you've held, your teams have improved in terms of their win total right away by almost 10 games in the first year in each of the programs. Yes. So clearly you have Uh, you have the secret, you have the, you have the secret recipe.
0: How did you do it? That's a a big compliment. And I think it's just old school, you know, it's hard work, it's good people and it's perseverance. And it's, I tell all my guys, Tony, when, when I get jobs, it's not, let's not wait to be great, you know, And, and so many people, you know, want instant gratification, but it comes through hard work. Mm-hmm. So I, I have an ability, the one ability I have, I don't think I'm a great coach. I don't think I'm great at anything, but I have the ability to inspire uh, human beings uh, on the court and off the court. And when I was a young boy growing up right in the shadows of New York City, I used to get my friends together, get them on a bus get to the subway, and then go to the New York Met games when we were like 9, 10 years old. So I was always a guy that could – people followed a little bit. I think before you get to basketball, you have to get to people.
1: So my question was, in his first three years, or in his last three coaching jobs in his first year, he improved every team's and every school's winning uh, by 10 games per year, almost 10 games, 9.33. How did you do it? And uh I was convinced he was going to say, well, John D'Angelis used to call me every day to give me advice. <laughs> and I used to do the opposite of what he used to say. Uh, and more often than not, we used to win.
0: Now he just hangs up. <laughs> no, man, Johnny, I got to be honest with you, Tony. We take a lot of shots at Johnny, and I know you do. Johnny's reputation in the United States is historic in that way way before now. He He was – winning basketball games. He was helping people get players. He was getting people back and forth from the States. He's really a pioneer and someone that's really respected. And more than that, like I said before, it's about people and his love. And that's the last nice thing I'm going to say about him. Yeah. I never asked John for any help with basketball, but I think the same thing with John and Tony, the same thing with you. Your show is very popular. It's about connecting to people, and I don't care yeah. what business you're in, and if it's college basketball or if it's you're selling homes or if you're uh, on, the, on the front line and, you, and you're taking care of people, if you don't know how to integrate yourself and your spirit, your soul to someone else, it, it's an uphill battle. And, and yeah. I really believe that. And, and then I've got good players and good coaches. Yeah. And, and we play fast. We have fun. And I give guys visions immediately. So I'm like, when I got the job, Tony, we were going to win the NEC championship and go to the NCAA tournament. We did that in our third year. And then we had the third youngest team in America. Wow. Then once we did that and lost in the first round, our next vision was that we're going to go back and we're going to win a game. Two years or three years later, we went back. And we won a game. And now what's happening is the bar is set high. And the last two years, uh, obviously, there wasn't a tournament last year. This year, we didn't go. The bar is set high. And the expectations are high. But that that's okay. Uh, I can live like that. And and there's, we have one stat. i got to brag about my program. Do it. Every player, Tony, and I don't know how many people can say this, every player that has stayed four years – at Fairleigh Dickinson and four years at UMass Lowell has gone to the NCAA tournament. Wow. So so in my two jobs, every single player that's graduated and it's just a testament to all the players. Last year, the second thing I'll say, and one of my players told me about this the other day, when we won it in 2019, we went to the tournament, our starting five all scored 1,000 points. Wow. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. So we really share the ball. Our teams improve. And um, I'm just happy to coach a great group of guys and a, a great staff for a tremendous university. And the kids, believe me, when I recruit them now, when we recruited P.O., you know, in in Montreal from Vanier. Another Vanier. I used to call it Vanier. I used to call it Vanier. Now I know it's Vanier. Vanier Cheetahs. Yes, the Cheetahs. And he believes that we're going to go back to the tournament soon, and and, and we will. And it's just a, a conviction that we have and a perseverance that we have. And that's our goal, and that's that's what we do.
1: It's uh, Marinero. It's John D'Angelis. It's The Sick Podcast, and it's brought to you by my bookie use code sick picks for a 50% deposit bonus bet win get paid as a matter of fact I checked you out on Twitter before talking today and I saw there were some images that came up of 2019 and you promised we'll get back there
0: yes Um, I I, I, that's just what I'm about man you know and if you don't set your goals high then you won't you won't reach them but I think we have a formula and our formula is and it's the same thing with uh, with P.O. We've done a demographic study of our team. Okay. Our players predominantly come from schools that are high schools and prep schools that are high academic with success, with good coaching, and with good parents. So now if you can check off all those boxes, you're going to get a a person that combined with the other 12 guys, you're going to have a winning product. And and we're just really convinced that – you know that that we're going to do it again, and that's our job, and that's our goal. And uh, and if we don't get it, we just keep on working. Nothing's going to be handed to us, and uh, we understand that. But we uh, and once you get the taste, Tony and Johnny, you guys know it, man. You get that when we got on that plane after we beat Prairie View in nineteen, uh, and that's what the teams in this tournament are missing. Yeah, games but they're going right back to their same hotel room and they're, they're staying distant. I know guys, I was just on the phone with the associate head coach at UCLA, Darren Savino, who I got into the business at Seton hall. And he's like, it's great, but we're very combined. And we have to be very, you know, so, but when we won, we went to the airport and there was a, I'll never forget it. I don't know why, but we were going to Salt Lake, but there was a big yellow, plane charter and it was said Miami charter or something like that. And that was the plane that was taking us from Dayton to Salt Lake. And it, this was like euphoric you <laughs> plane and the, and the, the flight attendants have FDU gear on and oh, hats man. and, and you have the whole plane, the cheerleaders cool. are on, your cool. president's on, your family is on. And as they come on the plane, you just hug everybody, and it's it's like you can
2: fly the plane yourself. Coach where, co- coach, where do I sign, man? I want to sign a letter of intent. I think I got a year <laughs> left of, of eligibility, man. I'm telling you. Oh, man. You know what? We have something in this business we call energy vampires. We yes. try to stay away from guys that just suck your energy, whether it's an assistant coach who constantly complains or whether it's a player who's just never happy. Well, I'll tell you. You could have the worst day, the worst yes. year. When you call Coach Horenda, yes. you are ready to get on the floor and take a charge and then dive for a loose ball, get back up again, run through a wall. He gets you going. I'm go- I'm ready to sign. I got one year left. I can defend right. a little bit. Whenever you're ready, let me know. Johnny, I'd rather have your son than you, to be
0: honest. Uh, yeah, I would. But it your ship is sailed. <laughs> but tony that's it and it's yeah. like once you get that feeling it's, mm-hmm. now i know when i was a young coach tony yeah i used to listen i have my own radio show so i do kind of like what you do and i love talking to other people and learning yeah. i would listen to to is part of me coach. part of me coach is that still going on oh absolutely i gotta have you on tony yeah every that, sunday it's sunday mornings right Sunday mornings, and now it turns into a podcast so you can – and I've had, like like um, John said, I've had Dick Vitale, Yubi Brown. Uh, I just had on, um, God, uh, Lisa Byington, the woman that just did the – she was the first play-by-play uh, CBS person to do a, a game on, on CBS Sports. She played basketball at Northwestern um i've had football players baseball players i'm still waiting i'm supposed to have the new york ranger hockey coach on i have people from all over the world on and it's 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 just part of what i do so i'm, I'm more than yeah. a
2: basketball coach anyways it, it doesn't matter the minute you have tony on yeah you'll never ever be the same i don't have to no. talk to <laughs> now now who's a bigger who's a bigger sports nut yourself
0: coach Arendo or your son my my my, you know what? My son is a my son is my wife's child. He is academically he's a good looking young man that is academically you know he's in the business honor school here at Fairleigh Dickinson and Florham, uh, and it, he's quietly loves it. The funny thing about me, Tony, is when I'm off, like when I shut this off and I I don't have to recruit yeah I love watching documentaries about everything but basketball you know <laughs> i'm not i'm not twenty four seven basketball I'll watch other sports I grew up I, mean, I used to sneak into the Ranger games and saw the Canadians and the boston Bruins and yeah. when I went to Montreal we went by the forum and the blue ice back in the day and Peter Mahomes yeah, was funny and uh so I'm very I'm I'm more diverse than people think but I you know sports is obviously it's made my it's made my life it's it's given me an opportunity we live up here in Northern Bergen County which is a beautiful area to live and yeah. I coach at a beautiful school so I mean I'm I'm blessed I really am
1: It's the Sick Podcast and I'm inviting you to go to sportbuffshop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel and more use code sickhoodies15 for 15% off on all hoodies. Coach, what advice would you give the players that are at the tournament right now? You've been there, you've yeah. done that, you've lived it. If there's one piece of advice you can give the players, yeah. one piece of advice you can give the coaches, what would it be?
0: Just do what you do. You know, Don't reinvent yourself. Uh, believe in yourself and stay hungry. Because the, the one thing that will happen is you'll go – and then you can get caught up with everything that's going on, and you start falling in love with yourself in the moment. And you have to stay in love with your opponent, and 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 study, and uh, and persevere, and stay focused. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you got to be able to go down to the the dining hall and take it in. So there's a balance that you need. But the, but the key is don't, you know, like if, if you, I don't know, let's just say you do a lot of film. Yeah. Keep doing a lot of film. If you don't do a lot of film, don't start overburdening them on film. If you press press, you know, if, 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 and, and our scouting reports are a little bit different. I, I ask my assistant coaches all the time. Okay. Number one, can we win the game? (laughs) <laughs> and they all say, yeah. And I say, well, how do we win the game? And then they tell me how. And then I say, well, how do we lose the game? And then they, then we start from there. So anybody can go over, you know, you pick and pop and you flex and you're and you, you spacing. And by now you can cover almost every uh, movement that, you know, you played, you know, 20, 30 games. But I want to make our opponents uncomfortable. And I want to make us as comfortable as, and then we have a chance to win. We have a good chance to win. Mm -hmm. So um, I wouldn't vary too much. I would stay the same and enjoy the moment, but stay focused because here's the deal. When you lose in the tournament or you lose in your conference tournament or you lose in your high school tournament going on up in Canada, it's the worst feeling in the world. We all know that. And you just want to avoid that. Losing is the worst feeling in the world? Pardon me? Losing, you said? Yes.
1: Try getting married.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I told you oh, that your bro. show will be, never be the same. Never be the same, Greg. Oh, you know what? The, the advice I
0: have to all the young people out there that are thinking about getting married. <laughs> That's the biggest loss ever. <laughs> Just wait, wait, and wait. And then, Johnny, you know, and you did this. Tony, I don't know you as well yeah you'll find the greatest, and I found the greatest, so oh, good for you and and Johnny yeah. found the greatest, but if you jump in early, our- thank you God.
1: you're in trouble. Yeah. hey, that's good advice if you wait and wait and wait, you'll end up finding the greatest, but you know uh for all those, I mean, we're just kidding, obviously, it's not that bad. I mean, you know the way it is, you got your good days, you got your bad months
0: but it's it's true though if you know you're if you're a coach if you're if you're a coach. <laughs> if you're, if you're a coach and you don't marry the right woman oh, finish. You can't uh, do that. Coaching, forget about it.
1: He's he's Coach Arenda, the coach of FDU. And coach, you, you you're right about that because listen, I'm sure, all kidding aside now, you eat, sleep, live your job, I'm sure, twenty-four hours a day. If you don't have that supportive partner, and especially when you're coming home after a couple of losses, right. uh, it takes a pretty special partner. So hats yeah. off to you. Hats off to your wife. Uh, you know, when, when good players go up against great players, they have butterflies. Now, you're a great coach. Your CV doesn't lie. Um, there's no doubt about it. There are some in the sport who are considered greats or are considered legends. I have to ask you, when you coach against one of the greats, do you have those butterflies that some players have when they go up against the greats in their sport?
0: You know, It's funny. Um, I've been blessed to be around a lot of great people. And Bob Hurley, um, I think you know the name. Uh, He's the father of Dan Hurley, the coach at UConn. And uh, Bobby Hurley, the head coach of Arizona State, uh, coached right up the street from me. And he's a Hall of Fame coach. And I was always in his gym when we weren't having our practices. So I was around greatness. And as a college coach, through my mentor, George Blaney, I met Jim Calhoun. The first game that I coached at UMass Lowell was against UConn. <laughs> and that was the team that went to the Final Four in Detroit. It was 2000, I think, I want to say it was 2008 or nine, whatever. Uh-huh. Really good team. And I just went down and sh- shook Coach Calhoun's hand, and and I thanked him for the game. And we started coaching. And as God as my judge, I never thought about it. I mean, zero – We ran the first play of the game. It's on tape, John. (laughs) And to beat was covering our big kid. So what we did was just a little – do you mind an X and O session here? Go ahead. Yeah. We cross-screened for our big so that we would, you know, normally bring him into the low post. Yeah. But instead of using the cross-screen, we doubled down. And we had a 6'9 kid named Ali Uh Kanan. and we. Brought him to the three-point oh, Montreal, Montreal, Montreal kid
2: on a double down, exactly. Yeah, Montreal kid, who was originally from Lebanon. Yeah, played at uh, Seiji Mamon on C. Exactly. So,
0: to beat, never leaves the paint. Ali comes to the top of the key, and we for two months we were going to run this play. I told Ali we're running this play, and you're going to shoot the first three. We're going to go up three nothing against UConn. <laughs> Ali comes <laughs> – this is great. He comes to the top to beat, is under the basket. Ali catches it. And I'm like, okay. And Ali shoots it. He banks it in. <laughs> I swear to God. He banks it in. He looks at me and he puts his hands up like that. But I think the power of suggestion <laughs> – And like I, I was never – second story – my first Division One game was against Arizona. Now this is a classic, Tony. Yeah, <laughs> and this is when I first get the job. It's at Arizona. The kid Aaron Gordon. I think he just got traded a few minutes ago. He just got yeah. traded to Denver like, Nuggets from Orlando to who? The Nuggets, I think. Yeah. So I don't think it's the Nuggets. Check. No. Could have been. But anyway. I'll check later. Good player. I tell our team, listen, guys, it's an 11 o'clock game in New York and New Jersey. Everyone's going to be watching. ESPN now. I said everybody's going to be watching the beginning of the game, and then they're going to fall asleep probably, okay, except your parents. (laughs) What I want to do is win the first four minutes of this game and show the country that we can hang with Arizona. We had a player named Sid Sanders, Tony. Yeah. He he averaged four points a game as a junior. He was a junior college transfer, right? Yeah. He played for me his senior year. Yeah. He averaged 19.4. Wow. He makes a layup at the 1550 mark and gets fouled at Arizona. What do you think the score is after four minutes at Arizona, FDU Arizona?
1: You're down by uh 15.
0: Johnny 3 nothing. With the free throw. They shoot the free throw after the TV timeout at that moment FDU 9 Arizona 8. <laughs> okay. Our team
1: okay. runs
0: to the bench and everybody's fucking hugging everybody. We literally celebrated Our first four minutes beating a number one team. And then I had (laughs) to calm him down. And Sean Miller, who I recruited Sean Miller or tried to. And I'm like, guys, these fucking – excuse me. These guys, (laughs) you know, they're going to press us. (laughs) Make a long story short. It's a great story. The game ends. Sean finally puts in some walk-ons. Yeah. They make two threes at the end of the game. These walk-ons, right? Yeah. Guess what the final score is?
2: 100. 100.
0: 100. You I'll never forget it. It's my first college game. 100 to 50. Oh my. Not like 101 to 62, you know what I mean? 22. Wow. I'll never forget it. Now, now, you can't make this up, Johnny, Tony. <laughs> a week later, yeah. we play Rutgers at Rutgers and beat them. And then we play Seton Hall at Seton Hall and beat them. Wow. And uh, high programs, what? What? We, we beat a Big Ten and a Big East team. Wow. And, we, and the year before, they won five games in total. So. The thing is, like I told my team, we could beat Arizona for four minutes. They believed it, but we knew we were going to be good. And I thought we could beat Rutgers. And these kids just feed off what you believe, you know. And wow. it's that's the special part about coaching is when you can take people and do things that you're not supposed to do. And uh, exactly, exactly. Well, said. pretty
1: cool. By the way, a couple of minutes ago, I checked, and Aaron Gordon was traded to the Nuggets. All right, okay. so. He definitely I, was. You
2: All right. You know what? I'll be honest with you. It's not me. It's my son. My son told no, me. No, no, no. You're right. Andrew you told me it wasn't me. Tony Mike Malone has been on my show. Mike Malone.
0: Yeah. Uh, was on my radio show last year after they lost to you know in the finals. Yeah. So uh, just another another guy that has been on my show, and maybe we can trade some guests. I'd love to get. Well, him. Sure, that you, would let be let cool. Why not?
2: Tony, when can we pencil in Tony, please? Well, let's let's work on it. My bookie. Use
1: code, you ready for this, coach? Sick balls for 20% (laughs) off on your purchase at Manscaped. Because Manscaped, coach, is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs. And I have to tell you, this sponsor was brought to us by John Dangelis. This is his doing because he told me, he says, Tony, back in the day, I used to have a bunch of coaches come down to Montreal for the weekend, and I used to know exactly where to bring them, but if they're ever going to come back, they're going to have to use Manscaped timeout. Let's not say anymore. I'm going to be in trouble here. Let's go to the next topic now. Coach, Coach, you know, the second that you said that John Dangelis is a legend and historic in yeah. the United States, I knew exactly why. Hey, uh, two more quick ones for you. Number one, who's going to win the March Madness?
0: Wow. I mean, the obvious choice, and I'm really pulling for them because we played them and they bounced us out. And it was, it's funny, to ask, answer your other question, like Mark Few, I coached against them. And when you're coaching, as soon as that game starts, you're, yep. you're looking at their players. You're not down. And Mark was very, very much a gentleman before, during, and after the game. So I'm kind of pulling, even though I'm an East Coast guy. It would be great to see Gonzaga finally dot the i and cross the t, but I'm telling you, yeah. Uh, other than them, there's so many good, there's so many good teams. I mean, you know, like Baylor and Michigan, Alabama. Yep. That next group is really and and people are a lot of people prognosticators are saying uh, it's Gonzaga. There's no question. Why are we playing? The first Final Four, Tony, I ever went to was in Lexington, Kentucky as a young coach in 1985, and everyone was selling their tickets and leaving Lexington because Georgetown was going to beat Villanova. Oh, wow. And I stayed because I just wanted to be a part of it, and that's what really got me going about coaching college basketball. I sat there, uh, and it it was Villanova. St. John's and Georgetown were in the Final Four that year, and Memphis stayed back then. And I just was—it was like a—it was like living a dream. And I stayed there, and and obviously Villanova, you know, beat them. So I think Gonzaga is beatable, but I love the way UCLA is playing. I, I'm a little bit—if you watch them hard, they yeah. really guard, they rebound, they believe in themselves. I think Mick Cronin. Is a very he's not underrated. He's he's getting paid like a billion dollars, so he's not underrated. But he's a very good coach,
2: tremendous coach.
0: But um, uh, there, there's so many good teams, and and the tournament's so wacky that yeah. anything can happen. But I was I would say you know, but the dark horse. If I had to give you a dark horse, it would be it would be, and they're really not dark horse. Like Florida State, USC can win it. Yeah, but ultimately, I'm pulling for. For Gonzaga and uh, because we played them, and I think it'll be pretty cool. We've played Villanova, who won a national championship, Kentucky, yeah, Arizona, Ohio State, Cincinnati. So, our our uh schedule, mm-hmm. we play the best because the kids want to come and play against the best. Absolutely. You know? Wow, that's that's amazing. It so
1: I'm going to save our most important question for last. He's Coach Greg Arenda of FDU. John D'Angelo is to the right. I'm Marinaro. It's the Sick Podcast. Coach Arenda is in New Jersey. John and I are in Montreal. Coach, who makes a better bagel, New York or Montreal?
0: Ooh. You know what, Johnny? I don't think you ever – I don't remember. I, I remember the, we had great breakfasts. When I go to Ireland, I used to coach a, a, a run of camp in Ireland – the best breakfasts in the the world were in Ireland, but in Montreal we had really good breakfasts. I don't think America does it as good as the the our other countries. But I, I don't remember having a lot of bagels. In
2: we didn't go to St. part Pardon me. I thought we went to St. Peter We picked up some bagels. Maybe not. Maybe it was I would. Maybe not. Coach, no, you're he...
1: hanging out with the wrong guy when you
2: come. Oh, Montreal. No, no. you got to yeah. hang out with yeah. me next he time. Did he I, did every, everything else I, well. I just got to say one thing though, Tony. I got to say yeah. one thing. Sure. You know, you know when you go to Vegas and whatever happens in Vegas stays in yes. Vegas. Yeah. Montreal's got the same slogan. Whatever happens in Montreal stays in Montreal. Yo, let me. I don't know if you're going to
0: be able to see this picture. I'm Tony gonna feel that. What I mean. <laughs> Look at this. Wait a minute. Oh, I don't know how to do this. There we go. That's this okay. is my screensaver. Oh, that's I, awesome. My, that's my wife and I downtown old, old Montreal. Montreal, Old Montreal. Wow. Old Montreal when we went up to recruit PO uh Racine and still that's one of our favorite days ever. We hung out in Old Montreal and then we went to a banier. Yeah. Uh, I got a big piece of my heart is is Canadian. It really Old is.
1: Montreal is really lovely, isn't
0: it? Gorgeous, really yeah. really beautiful and the people were going My wife, she should be a guest she speaks fluid French and uh right, she's
2: the best. You make sure you say hello to her, please. Entree, please. I, I definitely
0: me. will. Me. I definitely will.
2: Tony, I'm gonna to have you on the show, yeah. man. Thank you. I look forward to it.
0: And um I just thank you have for having me on. And um what can I say, man? I love, love Canada. I love Johnny. I love I love you guys, and I hope we have two players. Our other kid is uh, Kalen Baker from up in Toronto and um, we'll be back up there. A lot of good John Corbaccio. I coached, he's an assistant for the Toronto Raptors and uh, I I love you guys. And I appreciate you having me on
1: coach. You had so many great stories for us again. And I know you have so many more. I know we're going to do it again. He's the coach of FDU. He's Greg Arenda. Thanks for doing this. It's the sick podcast. And you can follow on Facebook and Instagram at the sick podcast.
0: See you coach. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Peace. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by MyBookie. Use code SICKPIX for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet. Win. Get paid.